0: You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. This is Mike King. You found Radio TFI. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-Chat. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Stand Hour. From a pay phone, call Collect. Hey, today's your lucky day. You're a lucky son of a... Anyway, you found Radio TFI. This is my king. And we we want to hear from you, I think. Give us a call at 754-800-CHAT. In numbers, it's 754-800-2428. All right? If you call us, it's a good thing. If you don't, well, I could give a flying...
1: <laughs> good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Uh,
2: good morning, kittens. kids and kittens. We, we trust you've had a fantastic and pleasant week. It hasn't been all that fantastic around here. Uh, we, uh, as you may or may not know at this point now, our our good friend Mike King passed this week, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about Mike in uh, in, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, suffice to say, I'm doing okay. Uh, it, it, was, it was sad to hear, but uh, we saw it coming. Anyway, we'll we'll talk more about that in just a couple of minutes. And uh good. <clears throat> Excuse me. But other than that, good morning, everybody, and uh, uh, glad. Thanks for joining us, whether it's live, Memorex, or whatever other medium. Uh, And Mike, thanks for joining us from heaven.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. He and he is probably well. You got first off. You got to believe in heaven and hell, but uh, that's another story for another another time.
2: It's another story. But
1: somewhere, somewhere, somehow, he knows. He knows that we're we're. uh, Sharing our love for him this uh this particular weekend. Yes, he does. So, you want to join in on the conversation here, uh, like uh Mike so eloquently uh put forth, uh give us a buzz here,
2: 754-800 chat, 754-800-2428. John, John, hang on a second because Mike can do it again.
0: This is Mike King. You found radio TFI. Give us a call at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation.
1: You can also reach us via uh, Twitter. Uh, if you're watching this uh, video on the uh, video stream on Twitter, this is kind of new because we no longer uh, go with, um, oh, God, what was it? Periscope. Per-
2: periscope. periscope joined my King this week.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so it's a direct feed right to uh,
2: uh, Twitter, to right, Twitter, right?
1: To Twitter, and it'll be interesting to see. Uh, uh, be interesting to see how that actually winds up working out. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully without a clip. Hopefully, to tell you the truth, it'll be interesting to see. With just going through Twitter as opposed to uh, Periscope, uh, one of the complaints about the. Um, periscope uh, feed was is that you all you needed to have wi-fi to be able to stream it You're, i don't know if you remember uh our uh, our buddy from texas uh who um was trying to watch us on on uh on periscope and he was complaining that it was constantly breaking up and and what have you so We'll see how this works out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll be a little bit better. It's got to have to work because there is no more periscope. So So what do you say we go ahead and uh, jump into the fun here and uh we'll see where this takes us here for the next 2 hours.
2: All right. Well, I think I I think there's no better place to start than uh uh Then let's start with Mike. Let's let's just you want to go? Uh, out? Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're going to do that. Um, so, Mike King, real name Mike Shalitsky. Mike King uh, was born in 1952. Passed away this past week uh, at home. Uh, Mike came to my intersected in my life right about the time that I had my heart attack. I forget if we hired him the week before. It was either the week before I, I went to the hospital or it was immediately after. I, I vaguely remember meeting him just before I, I that whole story happened. Mm-hmm. And so when I got out, when I got back to work months later, Mike was there. He had been driving for us about three months at that point, three, four months. And uh, my assistant, Danny, I obviously knew, you know, had gotten to know him a lot better. Uh, Mike was very concerned about me right from the start. Uh, Ed, what can I do? I didn't know the guy. I didn't know him from a hole in the wall. What can I do for you? What can I, I, I'm good. I'm good. We're, we're getting by. And as time went on and Mike had his own little, uh, travails there in the cab business. Uh, but he was never anything but a good friend to me. I I want to tell you Tell you a little bit about Mike. Mike was born and raised in Brooklyn. If you ever listened to him, you you, <laughs> you know exactly where he was from. Uh, he was started out as a yellow cab driver here in New York City. His father drove a cab. Mike eventually owned and operated his own fleet of uh, limos and town cars uh, in New Jersey, New uh, Jersey. Here in the New York area, he lived in. He moved to New Jersey. Uh, he moved to to South Florida some years ago, and without going into all the details, uh, he essentially followed a woman down. That didn't work out after a while, but he decided to stay. Now, in the meantime, for all these years, he had been honing his comedy skills he did a lot of stand-up comedy not professional mind you but uh uh he he loved doing it he just loved doing it and he met a person oh no 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 he had renee who also just passed away in the past six months ago she uh, uh she she appeared with us one night on the old nighttime show and uh, those two were like two peas in a pot Uh, i i got to watch them interact one time it was it was hilarious absolutely hilarious um and speaking of being on the show was as we kind of alluded to earlier mike mike was a, a frequent caller here on the on the mothership show also guest hosted with us on a number of occasions and was the inventor and founder of Disco Night. We did that, I think, three times—at least twice, maybe three times. I—I'm uh, going to try and dig those shows up over the week, and maybe we'll play play them next weekend. Uh, uh, but all in all, you—you you folks have probably heard me tell the story of of Mike helping me out. Mike, at the time, when things went horribly, horribly wrong for me, Mike was truly the only one to reach out a hand and pull me up out of, off the ground with not a speck of judgment. As things were going horribly wrong for me, he kept saying to me, Ed, you'll move in with me i'm not going to leave you without a roof over your head and i kept putting them off and putting them off until finally i got to the point where i wasn't going to be able to maintain my place to live and i went to him i said mike are you serious about that he called me all sorts of names and said of course i'm serious about it <laughs> so so that began what we both agreed was the longest two months of both of our lives me me sharing an apartment with him. (laughs) Nobody was rooting for me more to get my own place than Mike was. (laughs) He, uh, Mike never had anything but positive things to say about me, even during the worst of times. It, it, It was, you know, he would compliment me on my business, how I ran things. And, you know, he shared the same distaste for the, the beast that put us out of business. Uh, and by the way, if you're watching, watching us uh, on the video feed, that's some pictures of Mike flashing by. It's the only three I could dig up. I just did that just before we came on the air. Oh, but <laughs> I'll tell the, uh, during all this, during all this hurricane Irma showed up a few years ago. And for the first time, not having a home to worry about my, my biggest, uh, my, my most expensive possession was my vehicle, my minivan. I said, well, I'm not sticking around for this. There's no need. See ya, as the saying goes. I heard somebody say that once. So I'm packing my van, and I'm getting ready to go. And I had gone to my storage unit, got mm-hmm. some of the things I was going to need. And uh, Mike says to me, and I had invited him to come along. He said, where are you going? I said, I don't know. Out of here. So... About just, I think it was the day before I was going to leave, or soon. He says, "You know, Ed, you seem to know a lot about this hurricane stuff." He had only been there about four or five years. He hadn't. We had not had a big storm in twelve years to that point, so he had never experienced. He says, "You, I, I I'm, I think I'm going to follow you." Is it okay if I come along, Jake? Come on, pal. And so began the great, the great Hurricane Irma escape. And we did it. We did a show live from the road. We 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 did our John was uh, and uh, of course that was the trip uh, where we discovered Gil Christ. Mike actually discovered Gil Christ. Mike actually <laughs> discovered Gil Christ, and uh, Gil's sitting in the corner, he's he's crying, crying like a. Uh, one of these days, I'll tell you the real story of Gil Christ. But for right now, let's just suffice to say. Uh, also on that trip. If you're watching the photos or if you've seen the promo that I put out yesterday, you'll see what has got to be Mike's favorite picture of himself. What My favorite picture of him. When we got to South Carolina on that trip and we spent a couple of days up there, thanks to my, my pal Carol, uh, we found this store and they advertised all this Trump stuff. Mike was dying to go in there. We finally went in there. I said, look, don't don't get us arrested, man. We're in South Carolina. So it turned out it was just one section of the store. The funniest thing was the clerk working back there was it was an African-American woman. And I couldn't believe it. All this racist stuff up there. She says, it's a job. I'm not worried about it. But they had this cutout of Trump standing there with the thumbs up, you know, full six foot tall, whatever, cut out. Mike, Mike put his arm around it, gave it the finger. And I have used that as, uh, in my phone for his contact photo. And, uh, he's had copies of it. Uh, he's, he sent that out on Facebook and it was, uh, it was a very good day. We had that day. It was a, it was a very, very good day. Uh, we ate a lot of pancakes that day. Uh, seems <laughs> seems that stretch of road in that part of South Carolina, it's nothing but pancake restaurants. Uh, Did you but, find a
1: Waffle House somewhere on your travels? Uh, we,
2: we weren't looking for a Waffle House. I'd eaten in enough Waffle Houses, good God. <laughs> so, sadly, in the past few years, Mike's body had turned on him. He had uh I, I don't remember the details of it because we only discussed it once and, and, and there was no need to discuss it after that. It was some flesh eating disease or something. Uh his mind was still sharp, but his body over the past few years has just just deteriorated. I, I actually saw him last in person. Uh not this past December, this December before. Uh, I went down to get get my the rest of my stuff that was in storage. So we got together. we had dinner and all that. Uh, uh, but physically, it didn't get any better for him. Uh, he hit he hit the pits a couple of times, and we we spoke a lot over the past year or so. We spoke an awful lot. Uh, he would call me down in the dumps. Which was really hard to hear, Mike down in the dumps. Uh, it, it's because he was such an upbeat person. By the way, he would—he was the type. He's the type of person that would go through a wall for you and then turn around and rebuild the wall. He, he would do anything for a friend or somebody he thought was a friend or could be a friend, and sometimes it cost him. But overall, there, there was nothing he wouldn't do for you. Uh, Uh, but again, his body started wigging out on him. Uh, he was, he could still walk a little bit. He could get from the car to the apartment if he needed to. Uh, but he was just very, very, very upset and distraught over the fact that he was losing the ability to do the everyday things. Mm-hmm. Which I which I can understand. Uh and again, we he had a really down period a while ago where I had him calling me every day. And we spoke every night for about oh, I don't know, two months. Uh and then he got upset at the end of the call. Oh, it you you made me laugh. I was all I wanted to be all depressed and you made me laugh. So, you know, it was He wanted to laugh. He was the easiest person in the world to make laugh. Uh, For those of you interested, he he was going to relocate up here in the Northeast. His cousin, Debbie, who I suppose he was close with, closer than, than the rest of his family. She had said he was more than welcome. She'd help him out. They had room for him so they were getting getting that sorted out and uh unfortunately i believe it was tuesday morning was when mike passed uh as the next of kin she has gone down she went flew down to south florida uh collected mike's mike's remains he was cremated the next day and uh i don't know if there's going to be any kind of service or anything like that i am not really interested in a formal service if invited i will go but uh i don't know his cousin we we uh made contact i actually went on facebook to try to track her down uh i actually posted on mike's page uh and now i believe i can properly close that account I feel that there's very little left for that to do, but yeah, we're, we're going to miss Mike. There's a, there's no question about that. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm sad. I'm not, of course I'm sad to lose him. He's my friend. He did many things for me. Uh, But on the other hand, he wasn't in a great place. And just from my experience, of course, I had told him that whole story. And he had said more than once. He says, I hope you're right. I hope, I hope it is as, as good as you say it is. And I am hope I'm right, too. I am hope I'm right. But I, I'm, I firmly believe that whatever afterlife Mike is in, he's the funniest guy in the room and the nicest guy in the room. And we're going to miss him horribly around here. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. I, if you listen to the opening today, you heard the music. That was a song called Disco Lucy, one of Mike's favorites. He, uh, We played that every time we did Disco Night. You're going to hear a couple more disco tunes. Mike was... Mike was one of those guys, if you've seen Saturday Night Fever, he was one of the guys at that actual, not in the movie, but uh, that was his neighborhood. That's He hung out at that uh, Odyssey 2001, whatever it was called, the actual nightclub that that was all based on. He hung out there at that time. So he knew all those people and those characters and, and all that. We we talked about that many, many times. Uh Virtually all of his music at home was disco music. He loved the disco era. He wasn't he wasn't reliving it, but he, he just loved that music. And uh, you know, we were happy to be able to, uh, to take advantage of that a couple of times and and produce a couple of the, probably the best show one of the best shows I've ever done was was the first disco night. We had Mike and my friend Carol. The three of us on, I think it was one of the first nights we broadcast live on Facebook, too. I had three cameras set up. Oh, it was a crazy setup at my old place down in Lauderdale. But again, we're gonna and we're gonna drop in little uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Mike did a bunch of promos for us over the years, and uh, we, we're gonna drop a couple of them in. You hear them on rotation, uh, uh. During the, during the day and night on the on the radio station, uh, there was one I just found this week that I'd forgotten about. I just played it for John before we uh, before we came on the air. I'm going to play it right now because it's it's one of my favorites. Hey, Joey boy,
0: and uh Vinny, and Anthony, and Carmine. You found Mike. Mike King, man. Remember me? You found me. I'm at Radio TFI, and I'd like to talk to all you again. Give me a call. 754-800-CHAT. If you don't know how to convert the letters to the numbers, it's 754-800-2428. Give me a call. I'm waiting to hear from you. If you don't want to call me,
3: go fuck yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we had such a good time making these promos. Uh... He believe it or not, and I've got a few of them where he's swearing and so I could beep it. The, the point was for him to swear so I could bleep it out. And he was saying other words. I said, No, 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 you, you gotta say the actual word. You gotta get in there and you know and be that character. So he, he didn't want to do it at first. I said, You swear to me every day. I said, I hear you kind of mouth like a sailor. He says, Yeah, but I'm talking it's on the microphone, and it's different. <sighs> there were days there were days with young Michael but uh but he he finally relented and it, it it's just it, it was it was just fun to do he was you know he was up for almost anything he will be missed i miss him already I'm, i i i truly do mm-hmm. and 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 it's uh you know well we'll get past this. We always do. And, uh, uh, and now, again, is if another,
1: I'm sorry. I was just going to point out. It was another fr- old friend of yours from Florida that, uh, did he, is he the one that kind I forget his name off the top of my
2: head, uh, Sam, Sam. Thank you. Is he the Sam? one that
1: pointed it out to you about what? About Mike passing away.
2: Oh yeah. 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 Sam, Sam called me and, uh, Sam and I have had our differences over the years and, uh, I won't go into all that, but I saw his caller ID come up and I was like, this, and this was the, this was the middle of the day in the week. And I was like, this can't be good. It just can't be good. And, and lo and behold, it was the call that I had been dreading, but fully expecting. Mm -hmm. Uh, we got the details. Then we got new details, uh, and I'm not going to go into that over the air, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So again, we're, uh, oh, I was just going to say, if you're watching the, the other two photos that you're seeing, Mike was one of the first people to get one of the uh, taxi stand hour hats and loved it. Just loved it. And you know, that big smile of his, I, I'm sitting here watching the pictures go by and it's, and, and, and it's just, it's just hard it's, it's, it's a picture it's, him
1: without a without a smile on his face to tell you the truth I mean uh,
2: you're you're not wrong you're not wrong uh so anyway we're going to i'm going to leave it at that we'll we'll talk about mike a little bit more as we come and go here again i'm going to try to dig up uh some of the shows he was on and we'll try and put something together for that But yeah mike king Mike, Mike Shalitsky uh, left this ethereal plane at the age of 69 this week. And my understanding is he went peacefully. So, so he's got that going for him. I, 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 I will miss him dearly. I miss him. I miss him now, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on. I, I can't say I've been, anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to stop right there. And uh, Mm. if you're listening to us and you, and you heard Mike once or you got a little chuckle out of one of his promos, just think a good thought, do something nice for somebody because that's what he would have done. You don't have to say a prayer. You don't have to look up to God or even down to Gil Christ. Just do something (laughs) nice for somebody. And that's what Mike would have liked. So thank you for indulging me and to talk about our friend, Mike.
1: Well, it's, it's, it's funny that you, you know, when I, a couple of weeks ago, when I was talking about the, about my friend, Rod Johnson, who I had had a falling out with over, over politics and that, And it was how I compared him that uh, he was, he was my Mike King. Right. And, and it it was like, and I, I see the same relationship and I feel, I feel, I feel horrible that, that, you know, that Rod and I aren't in, in, in contact right now. And there's, you know the situation with Rod. No news is good news at this point in time. Still, he's pretty much still in the same holding pattern, if you will. Um, I never, never met Mike. Um, you know, except for the, my only interactions with him was from from the show. And um, but like I said, he he always seemed to be jovial, he always seemed to be in an upbeat mood, funny, you know, funnier than heck, even sometimes when he really wasn't trying to be funny.
2: <laughs> but,
1: you know, and <laughs> it was, uh, and, you know, very few people in life that, uh, very few people in life that you, uh, that you don't meet personally that you just know you'll miss and and he's one of them he, he's definitely one of them Ed. and i can only empathize with you and what you're feeling what you're going through and you're you're putting up the stiff upper lip and uh and I, I admire you for that um
2: well truth be told i'm not putting on a stiff upper lip this is exactly how i feel right now i'm mike was in bad shape physically. And mm-hmm. I'm not unhappy for him right now mm-hmm. because it was only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. It was only going to get worse. And he was horrified at the thought of not being able to take care of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was That's the only thing he was angry about,
4: mm-hmm.
2: losing the ability to do the simple things to have the ability to get up and go out whenever he wanted to, or, Mm -hmm. you know, everything had, had become a production in his life and it was just getting worse. Do I miss him? Yes. I will continue to miss him, but he's, he's restful now. He's out of all the discomfort that he was in. Mm -hmm. He is again, I believe a better place if, What I was privy to was, was even a a hint of what's to come. Mm -hmm. Uh, So again, while I'm sad to see him go, I'm not crazy, go nuts, cuckoo. Uh, I've shed a tear, Mm -hmm. but it's not gonna. Again, I I think I've. I'm just going around in circles right now, but
1: and that's all right. You Know that's and you're going to have a tendency to do that. Um, you know, it's it's I can't tell you the last time I've had a a close friend uh pass away on, on, on me, or even it's I've been lucky in that. I mean, I've had a few school for schoolmates that I was in contact with uh, on, on Facebook that have uh, passed away, surprisingly. But I haven't really lost anybody close in a long, long time. And you, you uh, I can only imagine where your mind kind of goes in that type of a situation.
2: It, you know, everybody's different. Uh, when you lose somebody, it's different for everybody you lose. Uh, just as an example... I was having this conversation with somebody just a few weeks ago. My grandmother. My grandmother passed away almost 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. I still haven't shed a tear for her. I love my Nana. Don't don't misunderstand me. I love my Nana. But for some reason, I've just never shed a tear. Mm-hmm. My mother, I cried every day for a year. I would just break out in tears. Uh, my good pal, Harry, uh, thank, he... he He's, well, he's gone too, but uh, he put up with that for a year of, you know, we'd be hanging out someplace and I would just start uh, burbling, just going. And, uh, and, and I, nothing would trigger it and everything would trigger it, but it's different for everybody. Right Right now, I haven't shed a tear from Mike, really, and I probably won't. But again, you never know. I You know, a month from now, I may just, you know, lose it. And get angry, but I can't be angry for him because he because of the position he was in, the situation he was in mm-hmm. with his body. His body was failing him, mm-hmm. and he had had enough of it. So,
1: well, I mean they'll they'll be they'll be little trigger points. You know, sure, something something will bring up a memory the next time there's a big storm that rolls through Florida. Mm. Yeah, you know, well, there'll be.
2: Only trigger points, and it'll be a little- but, but we've we've always got this. Hi, you found Radio TFI. Give it a listen. Nobody did an old Jewish man like an old Jewish man. That's what I always said. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, I want—I got one or two more I want to play here before we move on. Hey,
0: today's your lucky day. You're a lucky son of a... Anyway, you found Radio TFI. This is Mike King. And we, we want to hear from you, I think. Give us a call at 754-800-CHAT. Numbers, it's 754-800-2428. All right? If you call us, it's a good thing. If you don't, well, I could give a flying... <laughs> one, I got one more. This is Mike King. Give us a call at 754-800-CHAT. That's
2: 754-800-2428. Call us or not. I don't give a f- Same <laughs> but different. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll drop a few of those in as the uh, show goes you on. Know, I, I appreciate everybody uh, taking the time and allowing me to to speak about my friend.
1: Well, you know, and it's funny, too, how Mike seemed to kind of embrace he didn't really had to beg him too much to cut promos for the show. He, oh, he no. Was, oh, no. Oh, you no. Know, for the station. You know, it's this is, you know, Radio TFI is your little project. I've kind of uh, clamored on, if you will, but nobody really embraced it. You know, we've got friends that have come on and whatnot and talked. And we've got a couple promos out of a couple different people, but for the most part, you know, we even we even bribe people with a baseball cap and we still have a hard time getting well, people
2: well keep in mind I was living with Mike when this when I did most of this stuff. And uh, uh you know, he's he was a ham, which was uh, odd for a Jew, but you know, that was that was neither here nor there. Uh you know, and if I could've Mike was horrible with technology, I mean horrible.
1: Oh yes.
2: He was just if I could have figured out a way to get him technologically up to speed, maybe where I got you, which is you test the, uh, questionable at best, but I he would have been Who a regular. Audio...
1: Who was the one that was having audio problems this morning?
2: Hmm? Moving mm-hmm. on. I can't hear you. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: my goodness. And just what, for- goodness.
2: And just for that, the taxi stand hour rolls on. <laughs> this is the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Dead Old Jews. Uber closed the week at forty six sixty three, up six dollars and eighty eight cents. Lyft closed the week at fifty five eighty six, up three dollars and sixty eight cents. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. We still miss you, Mike. Mm -hmm. i think uber heard that mike kicked and uh and things shot up for them because oh mike if, if there was anybody that despised uber more than the two of us it was mike oh oh god did he did he hate them but enough about that for now yeah yeah exactly we now can we now continue with our regularly scheduled nonsense
1: exactly where do you want to where do you want to start here oh
2: i don't i don't even know let's uh tell you what let's do a palate cleanser uh you never go wrong with a little chip franklin
3: exactly that maybe none of this is really about covid it never ends so maybe it doesn't work and they're simply not telling you that the vaccinated fox faces keep telling americans they don't need the vaccine oh you can have your freedom back if you get the jab that their freedom is more important freedom! and they shouldn't trust Fauci. he's instantly disqualified himself as a scientist meanwhile unvaccinated people keep dying primitive people thankfully not everyone who gets covid dies but more than 99 percent of the people who do die are unvaccinated <laughs> Did you know that everyone at Fox must be vaccinated, yet they oppose mandates? I cannot believe that we are on the verge against all signs of mandating vaccines. That's not hypocrisy. It's kind of like murder. Okay, you think I'm exaggerating? Fox is selling tickets to the Titanic after the iceberg. Simply put, by lies and obfuscation, Fox News is in the business of killing Americans. And for them is to take their vaccine evangelization elsewhere. Business is good. Damn right. Don't you love me? I, I, okay.
4: Quiet, quiet, quiet. quiet.
3: That's a penis. High five. Winning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get vaccinated.
1: Can't go wrong with a bag of chips everybody.
2: Get vaccinated. Uh, here's a little something I picked up off the uh, interweb this week. The people who called you a sheep for getting vaccinated. Against COVID are now fighting COVID by taking a deworming medicine intended for—and I can't stress this enough—sheep. All—all <laughs> all that was on the script. I—I so I made up none of that. Uh, well, well, hey.
1: Oh, you know, it, I wish I had it here in front of me, but um, I saw a tweet here from. There, there's a uh, Twitter persona sw- uh, swimming around right now they've got a little girl who a little hispanic girl who would be a spitting image of AOC oh um unfortunately she's spouting a bunch of crap about oh why AOC didn't uh, help help her grandma in, in Puerto uh, Rico okay and um it's so sad because it's, it's you know, kid, uh, kid kind of be. You can't believe that she comes but, up with this originally.
2: By the way, John, I'd like to welcome aboard those folks listening live because I just now pushed the buttons. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> well, if you're listening live on the radio, thank you very much. Uh, you missed a wonderful, wonderful half-hour dedication to Mike King. We will have the replay up later today. Uh,
1: yes, we will. Because yes, I'm I am recording, have been
2: recording, plus thank you.
1: Streamyard records. And, thank uh, you.
2: That's two weeks in a row.
1: No, you missed. You, no, you missed one one week in
2: there. You got it right. Last well, week you got it right. Anyway, I'm using I'm using grief as an excuse today. Well,
1: if it works. <laughs> I well, guess if it works. What
2: but, were we talking about?
1: Oh, we were talking about uh little Missy uh, AOC.
2: Uh-huh. So I, I, I,
1: uh, I saw her I saw her little tweet and saw the little uh pre uh pre-scripted um uh, Little uh she put on about uh why AOC won't help her grandma or whatever it is. And I thought to myself, this little girl, she's kind of cute. So um, so I tweeted, you know, be careful, Miha. Mike uh, Matt Gates might be looking for you. Ooh.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: so
1: yeah, and all or, of that codes and letters,
2: and the words of bring them young if you're gonna bring them. Bring him young. Well, yeah, of course. Well, that's uh yeah. I'll take my cards and letters too. Just send them together, save a stamp.
4: Yeah. Okay, just bless go.
2: us both on the same card. But if it's a letter, I want my own page. Just saying. Give,
1: give Gilchrist a job. He can actually sort out the mail.
2: Gilchrist is having a moment here. We're not even gonna talk about Gilchrist. No, no, we're not gonna talk about you. No, you had your chance when I was talking about Mike. Yes, yes. I know. Mike was always your favorite. Well, now you're stuck with me. You know what? I've told you what I'm going to do with that finger. That one, too. Anyway, I'm sorry about that, kids. Uh,
1: It is what it is.
2: It is what it is. Uh, Where are we? I am so lost right now.
1: Well, i tell you what. Let's go ahead. I had... uh previewed and kind of made a big whoop de doo over something that's probably more commonplace than snow in New England. But uh, so within about two weeks' time, I've had a, uh, I personally have had a situation and, and a friend of mine has had a situation Um, where they were contacted, and I was contacted by somebody on Twitter. I got followed. I always, by the way, if if somebody follows me, Shannon Radio TFI on Twitter, I follow back. What the hell? You know, you know, it's nice. I appreciate the follows and what have you.
2: He's even followed me.
1: Yeah. Jeez, exactly.
2: I don't follow him though.
1: Yeah, well, that's your loss. So I was followed by this woman, and I had no earthly idea when she followed me. I just okay, follow back, no big deal. Uh, she didn't seem like she had a normal, a normal looking name on Twitter. Because you get Followed every once in a while by one of these crackpots that has a name and like eight digits behind the name or some damn mm-hmm. thing like that. But this one had had somewhat of a normal name, so okay, I'll just I'll follow, I'll follow back. So, following morning, I get a I get a message a DM on Twitter. Um, hi hi hi, how are you? Whatever. This person didn't waste any time. Mm -hmm. Did not waste any time. She come flat out and offered. She said she wanted to be my sugar mommy. Mm -mm. I'm willing to give you. I am willing to give you $500 a week. Wow. I'm willing to just give to give you $500 a week.
2: Mm -mm. Hey, sugar mama.
1: And I, you know, and Okay. Look, 90 percent, 95, 99 percent of the population would write, would say, OK, the o meter is going off, <laughs> going off the Richter scale right now. I always, I always, <laughs> worry, well, exactly. I always worry about that one percent, though, that would fall for something like that. And she laid it on, oh, she laid it on thick and she wanted to prove who she was. She was Mm -hmm. just going to, you know, because I just told her I was, you know, and I was being polite at first. I really was. Come
2: on. Why? Why? It's Twitter for goodness sake.
1: Well, then it's true because I'm not generally polite on Twitter.
2: You're not generally polite, period. Well, this
1: is also true. As a matter of fact, I'm so tired of being polite. I opened up a getter, I opened up my Gitter account. Just so I could be a, I could be a dick and not be censored about it. I'll give him credit for that. Okay. Hey, I, uh, sorry to to sway off just a second here. I put, uh, I put up an an image uh, the other day. Of, well, Trump is having some rally down in Georgia. You know, the devil went down to Georgia. Whole thing right. again. And um, so I put up uh, an image of somebody with Trump's head in crosshairs. Trump's coming to Georgia, huh? Hmm.
2: Very interesting.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll give him credit. Didn't get to, uh, if I had to put that up on Twitter, my ass would have been in Twitter jail quicker than I could. Uh, Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. So, uh, but, anyways, I was being polite. Um, I just said, listen, you know, it sounds like a nice offer, but, you know, a wise man once told me, if it sounds good too good to be true, it generally is. Oh no, no, I'm real. She even went to the point of sending me an image of her driver's license, a current driver's license. Her picture, the whole ball of wax. So now I'm thinking to myself, all right, now there's something cuckoo nuts here. So did a little, did a little sleuthing.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Found out who this picture and ironically who the name actually belonged to. And it was it was some some. It was so funny because where this person tripped herself up at begin with because she tried to tell me she was fifty years old. Shows me the driver's license. She was born in nineteen fifty. Ooh. Oops. So I, I got a hold. I, I wound up through Facebook was able to get a hold of it and find the person whose identity was stolen. Told her about it. Uh, told her you better kind of watch your Ps and Qs. Make sure your phone is locked down. You know, make sure that things. Uh, and just let her know that this was happening, and then I proceeded to go on to Twitter, and give them a bunch of grief because. Let's face it. You know, you can you can threaten to hit somebody over to head with a baseball bat on Twitter, and you're gone, boom, like that.
2: That is correct, sir.
1: Uh, but you you do something, and it's called. It has a name. I'm sure you've heard it before. It's called catfishing. Indeed. And there is even there's even a damn television series out mm-hmm. based on it. And I, I think to myself, how silly can somebody be to fall for this stuff?
2: There was a there was a football player. He made it to the NFL. I can't remember his name. Who was famously got catfished uh, to the point of? I, I mean, he 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 was like in love, and he's. He's, uh, oh, he he's was referring to her as his girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. It never laid eyes on her. Never laid eyes on her. Or him or it or whatever. turned. Out. And look, when somebody somebody reaches out to you quite, quite randomly from Twitter, eh, but hey, you do you, boo.
1: Well, I tell you, and then I have a, I have a friend that I've known for a few years who recently had a loss himself. So he was, he's been really down in the, really down in the dumps and um, he fell for one of these fell for him, fell for a hook, line and sinker. And from what I understand, she told a pretty good story, you know, told, you know, they were, they were, they were talking for a good three, four weeks. And then,
2: Hold on Finally, a second, John. Were they talking or were they communicating?
1: Communicating, They're communicating. Just, was, just there, as far as I know, there was no, there was not even a. They, you know, never heard each other's voice. Copy that.
2: copy that. Copy um, that.
1: All of a sudden, we get the "woe is me" thing, and and he offered to help out. Offered to help her out. That's unfortunate. He offered to help her out. Uh, And it's sad. It it, it really is sad because for what I'm, you know, the guy is crying on my shoulders about it. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm having all I can do not to say, what the heck are you thinking about here? Why why are you falling for this, you know? And... But I just I feel bad. He sent her, he sent her, I think he said he sent her 50 bucks. And, hmm. uh, boof, that was it. That's it. You're done. Yeah, it didn't, didn't, hasn't heard another word since.
2: Nor will he.
1: No, exactly.
2: <clears throat> Excuse me. That's unfortunate. It's, um,
1: it's a dangerous game, man. And look, some people can afford to piss away 50 bucks. You know, and not even think anything of it. Maybe even feel good about themselves. Maybe I, it's like helping, it's like helping out somebody that you see with a, holding a sign on a street corner.
2: Right. But also keep in mind, the people that are doing this, they don't care.
1: Well, no. And you're not the only one.
2: You're not the only one. Turn on your TV any Sunday morning. Yeah. God tells me I, I need a private jet. Jesus Jesus commands you To help me in my endeavor So I do not Need to fly on the schedules Of the demon airlines Say hallelujah say amen
1: So Back on my
2: Sorry I haven't played the organ in a while At least not that one (laughs) Never mind (laughs) By the way, what's better than roses on a piano? Uh, do tell. Tulips on an organ. Uh,
4: good. And you
1: wonder why I can't keep a straight thought.
2: No. No, I don't wonder why. It's your Alzheimer's kicking in. Look, you do fine when, you, when you're when you speaking extemporaneously. It's when you're reading. That's when we have problems.
1: <laughs> so So... I was just back on back onto my case with this person. I, I, I told I actually wound up getting a hold of the actual person that was whose likeness and everything like that. And I told her, well, I would do my best to at least try to get this account scrubbed off of Twitter somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, it took me badgering. It took me a, a. It took me literally four or five days of badgering Twitter constantly about this account the account even blocked me right but she for she forgets i also have the keys to a couple other accounts
2: well so does she he or whatever
1: but i mean i was so i was able to check to see and finally actually this morning i found out that twitter finally acted and and took that account out now you're absolutely right was that does that mean that that's the last that anybody's ever going to hear from this person? I'm, no. I'm, I'm sure absolutely not. No. But hopefully Wait. two things happened. Hopefully that the person whose real identity was stolen will do a little better job of locking her stuff down. She's a older 71 years old. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand technology. Yeah, She doesn't understand that there are people out there that are going minute.
2: You don't. You don't know that for a fact that she doesn't understand it.
1: Well, she sent a damn. She sent a damn picture of her driver's li- or took a picture of her driver's license, and I, I just don't think people realize how easy it is to to hack somebody's identification off of a cell phone, off of off of social media, off of every time you go online and you enter information into into a computer god forbid if you do it over a public network you know it's it's but nonetheless hopefully this person this person's likeness won't be used anymore mm-hmm. and hopefully this 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 fraudster will find a better stick because you know i'm not exactly the brightest bulb on the on the mm-hmm. old tree
2: absolutely not. Uh,
1: but and i could see through see through that line of bs you know first
2: off first off you believe light bulbs are on trees so right there that uh i'm going to stop you right there because what you're, you're speaking of people elderly people and uh you know we had mike pass this week so i think it's a good time for us to talk about staying in shape and living longer and for that, we have a we have a little clip here from from Rex Chapman, who's going to explain to us how and why to stay in shape. and, and the reason. there's a good valid reason that you want to get into shape and stay, into, stay stay into stay in shape.
0: I don't work out to get the perfect body. I don't eat right because I'm trying to lose weight. I don't live healthy for sports or to look good. I do it for me. And so I can outlive Mitch McConnell. It's not easy to get up every morning to jog and do yoga. But Mitch McConnell is going to be dead one day, and I want to live in that world for as long as possible. Also, Chuck Grassley and James Inhofe and Ted Cruz. I want to outlive Ted Cruz, and he's only 50. There are a bunch of graves that I want to dance on. So I'm healthy. For me. And for America.
2: Good lord, it, is there is there any other better reason to uh, take you dance on
1: of, Mitch McConnell's grave
2: and Ted Cruz's grave? I would love to outlive Ted Cruz,
4: mm.
2: and I and I know people can see to that if you know what I mean. Hey. <laughs> I got Carmine, I got Joey, I got Anthony.
1: Yeah, the rest of them are just pawns and and puppets, if you will. There's there's one there's one big fish. I want to see what the hell is going on outside the studio there.
2: It's uh, it's crowd control, man. Crowd control.
1: I was gonna say, is the building on fire? And we're not. Uh...
2: The show's on fire, baby. And fuego, and fuego. Yeah.
1: Oh, I know, right? Is it, and it all started when you hit that uh, go on air button. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Twice I've done no, I, I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. lie. This morning I was so intent on getting the opening to start on time because I wanted that opening to go well because, you know, it was dedicated to Mike and his favorite mm-hmm. song and uh, his drops in there. And I spent time putting it together yesterday, but I completely forgot to put the show on the air. <laughs>
1: Well, like I said, thank God for our other outlets. That's all.
4: Yes,
2: yes, 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 yes. But uh, so what? So coming up in hour two, uh, where do you see? Oh my goodness, what Gerald the computer has done this week with his picks? You are not going to believe this. What Gerald has done, and uh, I'm probably not going to. I don't really believe what John has done either, but. I'm I'm oh, also, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little perturbed about this.
1: Well, um, well, I, I I apologize, but I I've, I've, I've started out I've started out the gate slowly here, so I, don't, I want I don't to... need
2: you to apologize. I just need you to be wrong.
1: Yeah, well, man, there's a very good chance of that.
2: We, <laughs> very, we don't even have
1: very good Chance of that. We don't
2: have two of this week. We got, I don't know, Stanley Brisket or whatever the hell his name is. I don't even (laughs) know what our backups name is. Two is going to be out for three weeks. But we'll talk about all that in the next hour. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna beg your indulgence this week and this week only. Uh coming up is uh everything involved between here and the next time you hear us. Is more or less dedicated to Mike. Song a couple of his favorite tunes, a few of his drops. So I would, uh, if you can, uh, keep keep the volume up and listen, and and we would surely appreciate that. Uh, 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 I, I don't know. I just don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, he would have hated all this attention, kinda. Kind of. But anyway, we're doing football next hour and blah blah blah. And this, this, this. And I'm just killing time now. We got about 20 seconds before we uh gotta go out. John, got anything to say? Good. Okay, so I'll take us out from here. Uh bah, 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 bah. He's giving me the finger. I really don't know what to say at this point, but uh tune in. We've got we've got the buttercream dream coming up. We've got the chairman of the board there, Master Oliver. Uh, getting ready there in the background. And with that, we will see you in the next hour.
4: Give me a hole if
3: you got your funky bus fare. Oh, oh, oh. There's a double-dutch bus coming down the street. Moving dirty
4: there, so kind of shuffle load. Now move the bus, pay your pay, then tell our driver that you're going to a double-dutch-a-fair.
0: D-by-four, well i be gone, here it comes. The double dutch buses on the street, you better get off bus fare, trans-pass. That's the way my money lasts,
1: Radio TFI. You found the taxi stand hour.
3: The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life.
1: On Radio TFI.
0: Join the conversation you can reach the guys at 754 800 chat 754800. Two four two eight. On Twitter at Taxi Standout. From a payphone, call collect. Hey Joey Boy and uh, Vinny and Anthony and Carmine, you found Mike. Mike King, man, remember me? You found me. I'm at Radio tfi and I'd like to talk to all you again. Give me a call. Seven five four eight hundred chat. If you don't know how to convert the letters to the numbers, it's seven five four eight hundred two four two eight. Give me a call. I'm waiting here for you. If you don't want to call me, go f- yourself. Thank <laughs>
4: i
3: Your friendly, this jockey trying to tell you it's time to get dancing. You can't think of all the wrong and all the wrong in the world. You can't think of all the bad things you do. You just keep dancing. Put out your mind. Be happy and love yourself when you're dancing. Together into the air. Pull your hair out. Water out. So oh, yeah, I'm doing it. I ain't made up. Mira, mira. No matter how pretty you are, nobody cares how you wear your hair, darling. Just keep doing it. Yeah.
4: Come on, do
3: it, baby. When you hold yourself back yourself, you know you got
4: something. I love you, darling. I'm so happy.
3: I love you, the that. I love you, my chiffon is wet, darling, my chiffon is wet, my wig is wet, I am tired, I, I can't, I am, I am lost, lost in the all this, I am overwhelmed, oh my God. okay, but you have to help me, you have to get up here and dance, you have to get up, come on, come on, help me, help me, come on dance, oh yeah, come on, do it.
4: I come on, dance, okay, come on, dance, please help me, okay, girl, come on, here we go,
2: And John is on mute. We're going to unmute him right now. There he goes. John, go ahead.
1: Well, thank you for unmuting me.
2: You're entirely welcome.
1: <laughs> Good Lord. Welcome back. Uh, you are listening, uh, possibly listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI.
2: You could be listening. Yeah,
1: there's a, there's a uh, 50-50 chance.
2: Oh, I think you're being overly optimistic.
1: Once again, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Dysfunction Junction. (laughs) It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. I'll cut you a little, very little slack.
2: Just a little. Just a Just a little. Good morning, kids and kittens. Welcome aboard. Uh, it's hour two. It's, uh, football's coming up all manner of things. Want to send a quick shout out out to Steve Johnson there, the ride Share podcast. Uh, yes, we look forward to your phone call If next week. That would be fine. Uh, Steve sent us a, a little message over Twitter that he's been watching us. And he saw we were doing the tribute to Mike. So he's going to call us next week. Thank you very Sounds much, good. my friend. We, we look forward to it. Uh, we got some goodies coming up. We can't talk about it because we really don't know. I say that, but we really don't know what's coming up, do we, John? Do we ever? I'm sorry, have we met?
1: Yeah, that's that's unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For those of you who are first time uh, listeners or viewers, yeah, that's that's right. For over four years. Approaching four. now, what four and a half now?
2: We we are well past four and a half. We are uh, well February, more or less February first will be five years. So you do your math. You count backwards for forwards.
1: Excuse We've been me. doing this show that long. Have never, have never met in person. Nope. 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 He's been catfishing me the whole time.
2: Yep. I'm not really what you see. This is, this is all a ruse. <laughs> And by the way, by the way, close your tablet. The light is shining up into your face or your phone. There can't maybe close that, the tablet. Maybe that's the sun. Is that the sun shining on you?
1: Well, I got the the, the windows open.
2: Oh, that would explain the windows
1: it. Open, blinds are open. I'm actually able to look outside.
2: It's kind of diffusing. No, 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 no. There'll be no looking outside. If I'm in a small dingy room, good lord, you'll be in a small dingy room. I don't think What do you say? What do you say? We get right to it?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
2: It's time for John and Ed versus the Sprint, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, wide left, Shannon and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. In addition, the Radio TFI supercomputer, Gerald, will also be choosing in an attempt to beat us. And so far, it is. At the end of the season, the 101 play in possession of the Radio TFI guilt-price ceremony will shipping not included. Extra points will be earned by going for it with a two- or three-point conversion, if we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Whoa, 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 whoa. Very, very interesting week last week. Very interesting week. But not as interesting as the fact that I need to tone the music down. Yeah, geez. Yeah, we're we're still working on the music. So last week, week two, let's go over. John picked up a point last week. He, uh. He went, he took Cleveland on a pick 'em, which I don't really think was a pick 'em, but I don't think it mattered. They beat those Houston Texans by 10 points. Uh, went for two, took Arizona over his beloved Vikings. And boy, oh boy, did he get crushed on that one. Would have won that game, too. You'd have won that game outright.
4: Well, oh,
1: I know. I know.
2: And uh, once again, went with his other favorite team, the Kansas City Chefs, giving up two and a half points. And, again, they lost outright them there, Baltimore Ravens, uh, 36-35. John picked up one point going to your boy here. Well, I took the Detroit Lions with 16 points going into Green Bay. Green Bay got got whitewashed the week before. And I thought, 16 points? Why, that's almost as ludicrous as drinking ice water from a steel uh, jug. On a radio show. Sons of bitches lost by 18 points. So I lost that game. Uh Vegas, uh, Vegas was getting four and a half points. They they walked all over them. The Pittsburgh Steelers 26 17 got them by nine points. And then there was a third game that I lost. I don't think we need to talk about it.
1: That's up to you.
2: It hurt, kids. It hurt. Uh, I took three and a half points with the Dolphins against the Bills. We never saw the end zone. I don't even think the Dolphins were aware that it, there is an end zone last week.
1: I couldn't believe it. I saw the scores, you know, on, on the little dasher uh, on the screen, and I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. Oh my God, they got whitewashed. That wasn't even. No, it wasn't even. Funny.
2: No, and you should have and watching it was uh and then we have Gerald the radio TFI supercomputer. Uh Gerald took them there. LA Chargers over the visiting Dallas Cowboys went for three and missed horribly. Uh, Dallas won that game 20 to 17. Took uh Gerald won took Seattle. I'm sorry, Tennessee getting five points over Seattle. Tiana Tennessee won outright 3330. So Gerald picked up a point there. And then uh, took the Cincinnati Bengals, getting two and a half points over the Bears, dangerously close to winning that game too. The final score there was twenty to seventeen. If Gerald had had an extra half point, he would have won that game. So where does that leave us coming into this week? Here's the uh, here's what it looks like. John and Gerald each have two points while your boy here old uncle ed is getting by with one so that being said we know where we are let's get into this week's picks john we're going to start with you
1: okay well let's see let's do let's start with this one the green bay packers are traveling to san francisco to uh, place uh, to uh, take on those Niners,
4: Niners. So,
1: so, so Green Bay. So they won a game last week. I'm I'm not convinced. Uh, the Niners are a three point favorite at home. I I could have probably went for two on this game uh, on this uh, particular game.
2: Listen to you. But, uh,
1: I I figure I better play it safe. So I took I took the Niners and uh, getting uh, three or giving away three points.
2: All right, my first pick uh, it will be the the hometown New York Jets visiting them their Denver Broncos in Mile High Stadium. The Broncos are ten and a half point favorites. I would have given up another five points. I will be shocked if the Jets cover. I don't think they got a chance to win. I would be shocked if they lose by less than 10 points, to be quite honest with you. So that, to me, was almost a lock. But then again, I thought taking the Dolphins last week was a bit of a lock, too. So, John, (laughs) pick number two.
1: Pick number two would be uh, the Vikings playing their first home game, hosting the the Seattle Seahawks. uh, Seattle, two-point favorite. Again, I, uh, Seattle is always tough on the Vikings. It doesn't matter if it's a home game or road game. It doesn't matter. I, I think uh, Seattle is going to pull this one out. And uh, I think two points is, eh, I, they might win by a field goal. Wow.
2: That's, uh, you're going against your home team there. See, I can't do that. I can't do that. My next pick is uh, Tampa Bay uh, and the Tom Brady led Tampa Bay. Uh traveled to Los Angeles, the first of my two Los Angeles picks. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm taking the Rams, getting a point and a half. I don't – Brady and the Bucks are good. There's no question they're good. I just don't think they're that good. They're not going to go undefeated, and I think this is their first loss of the year right here in L.A., on the road. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. John, your final pick of the of the week.
1: My final and, pick.
2: And I'm the, not happy about this.
1: Oh, the one that has Ed so distraught is mm-hmm. uh the fish. They are they are traveling to Las Vegas where the Las Vegas Raiders, the Raiders. are gonna be singing Viva Las Vegas all over those <laughs> Miami Dolphins, winning by at least three and a half points, I'm taking the Raiders and giving up three and a half so,
2: points. So now, wh- how, how much do you think they're really going to win by?
1: Oh, I think it's double digit. Really? Yes.
2: You and I going to have a problem here.
1: I, I I'm sorry. I, I, I look. We're playing a game. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to win the game.
2: I take. I feel bad about
1: it. I feel right. bad about that. I I, I know how much I know how much you love them dolphins, but
2: I don't I don't think you do.
1: Right Uh, now, especially without two or three or whatever the hell his name is.
2: (laughs) By the way, they
1: they ain't all that in a bag of chips.
2: I'll have you know on my picks, my full picks, I took Minnesota. Just so you know. And, and i thank
1: you for that I, I i really do i think you're crazy i think you're gonna that's gonna go look i want them to win if the vikings win this game hey i got a little advantage on you at this point in time it's a point i'm willing to give up
2: <laughs> that's not
1: you but you know hey i got if i'm playing the game i have to i have to go with what i think i know
2: all right my final pick is uh i i i, I, I complete my my, uh, my my Southern California doubleheader here. I'm taking the Chargers. The Chargers march into Kansas City. I like the Chargers getting a touchdown against the hometown Kansas City chefs. Great googly moogly uh, right there in Kansas City. Now, let's go see what Gerald the Supercomputer has had. And by the way, by next week, I'll have this all revealing differently. Gerald and this is no joke this is how it all just played out. Gerald is taking Baltimore over Detroit going for 2 and giving up 13 and a half points.
1: That's a smart bet actually I
2: think. <laughs> Gerald is taking Jacksonville going for 2 and giving up 13 and a half points as they host Arizona.
1: Now that one you better put down the crack pipe.
2: Finally Gerald is going for three, giving up 20 and a half points, taking the Steelers over the visiting Cincinnati Bungles. That's, uh, Gerald could pull way out in front of us this week. (laughs) Gerald's going for uh, seven points there. And honest to goodness, kids and kittens, that's what the computer spit out. Uh, Let's let's recap what we got here. Let's start with John. John is... uh, Taking the, the visiting Seattle, I wanted to say Mariners. Seattle. Seattle I just about I did,
1: too. Don't feel bad. bad.
2: <laughs> Staking Seattle o- over his hometown Vikings at home in the uh, in the dome stadium they play in. Uh, they're all dome stadiums out there, I believe. Uh, minus two. Uh, he's also taking, uh, and I like this pick, the San Francisco pick, giving up three. I've taken the same thing. Uh, he's uh, giving up three versus visiting Green Bay. And finally, in the dopiest pick he'll make all week, all season, the the, uh, the much maligned and not loved enough and minus Tua. Miami Dolphins go to Las Vegas where the Raiders Our three-and-a-half-point favorites, John's taking the Raiders. And I can't say I'm happy about that. Meanwhile, your boy here is taking the Denver Broncos. I almost said Nuggets. I don't know why. Taking the Broncos, giving up ten-and-a-half points against the visiting Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. J-E-T-S. Just end the season. Tampa Bay visits the Rams. I'm taking the Rams, getting a a point-and-a-half. Meanwhile, The uh, stadium-sharing Chargers are in Kansas City, where they're getting seven points, and I like that. Kansas City's good. Kansas City's going to win. I just don't think they're going to cover worth the Hill of Beans this year. I think they're still in shock over losing the Super Bowl. They're playing well, just not well enough. Meanwhile, Gerald the Supercomputer has decided this to go for all or nothing in week three. Uh, Gerald has taken the Baltimore Ravens. Going for two, giving up 13 and a half points. Uh, The Detroit, no, over Detroit, excuse me. Uh, Gerald's also taking Jacksonville. Going for two, giving up 13 and a half points against the visiting Arizona Cardinals. And finally, finally, and I can't believe that it all fell out this way. Uh, Gerald is taking the Pittsburgh Steelers, going for three, giving up 20 and a half points. 20 and a half points. Damn near three touchdowns over the visiting Cincinnati Bengals. Can it happen? Sure. Will it happen? Tune in next week. Anyway, that concludes this week's version of John and Ed versus the spread. What is it we always like to say, John? Uh, If you're betting real, actual money, and we haven't said this the first two weeks. If you're betting real, actual money, listen to me. Oh, whoa. Somebody's tune has changed over the years. So, uh, okay. Forget that that guy up
1: there, but listen to me.
2: All right, then. All right, I see how it's going so, anyway. So, so, so cool. here's how I,
1: I, I have it figured how it'll shake out after this next week.
2: I can't wait to hear this.
1: Gerald's gonna go one Gerald's gonna pick up some multiple points.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I believe you. I believe you.
1: Gerald's gonna pick up some multiple points. I think it'll only be two multiple, he'll only get pick up two.
2: I I yeah, I think he'll win one of those games. There's no question.
1: Uh I uh Sorry to tell you, Ed, I'm I, I think you've got one and I think you've probably got one that'll go for you. Really? And, and yours truly I could probably go three for three, but uh I'm willing to concede to I'm willing to concede.
2: Wait a second. Uh, Wait a second. Which one do you one. think I'm I'm pretty much a lock on?
1: Oh the oh the uh the top the the well the Jets, put Denver? yeah oh yeah absolutely Absolutely. Yeah,
2: you don't th- oh, you you think both LA teams are going to uh
1: going to crash and burn.
2: They don't have to win. They just have I to cover.
1: I, I I totally get that. I totally get that. Absolutely. I think, it,
2: I think it's totally doable that I could go I can get two out of this. I'm not going to disagree with you. I think that Tampa Bay LA Rams is going to be a, a a close one. And that point and a half is not a lot to, no, you know, it, it it's basically going to be, it, uh, Tampa Bay's going to win outright because, you know, look, can can a game end with a one point difference? Sure, but I ain't counting on it.
1: <laughs> this and this is a home. This is a home game for the Chiefs. Uh, everybody's healthy, to my knowledge. Everybody's healthy on the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, I I think that. Uh, I think the Chargers are going to be pointed out for the frauds that they really are. So, <laughs> okay. but good luck. But good luck. Oh, hold on here. You know what? I forgot to do. Could I, you do me I, a favor?
2: What's that? Could
1: you put your? Could you put that screen up there just one more time?
2: I will. If you bear with me one moment, I will. Uh, because certainly...
1: because I I I want to play along at home this week.
2: You want to play? Oh, you so like I can't give this to you after. The fact. Well, because
1: because you say go back and read to do the show, or go back and watch the show, or whatever.
2: You don't think I would send you a copy of this? Oh, um,
1: but I don't want to bother you.
2: See, now we have to sit here while you write. And believe me, if you think his reading is bad,
1: like, okay. um, take a pill.
2: So now we put the show on hold. We stop.
1: This show's been on hold. <laughs> this show's been all on hold since about halfway through the first hour. So.
2: Four years ago.
1: Uh, there, yeah, there you go. Okay, I'm done. Thank How you. Oh, you
2: now? oh, good. We we can Appreciate resume with, with the programming now.
1: Okay, so so let's resume. What do we got
4: next?
2: <laughs> so I can close this now and move on with the. Uh, and by the way, the decision's been made that uh, October. What is it? October the 10th or the 17th? Whenever the Dolphins are in London, it's a 9.30 game. This show will not be presented.
1: I will find a co-host. This show will definitely you still know, go on. You
2: off. find a co-host, and you feel free to do it, son. But this boy's watching his team play from London that day.
1: And the result's not going to be any different. Maybe, so Mike,
2: maybe Mike Maybe King will host with you. Maybe he will come down from heaven above or well, wherever. I got to feel Mike's coming back through the side door, if you know what I mean.
1: Could very well be.
2: Could very well be.
1: All right. Well, Well, what else do we, we still got some more video uh, nuggets here. Um,
2: Stand by for the, for the
3: world wrestling champ. Listen here real quick. It's your boy. It's the champ. It's the Don Data of the dairy section, a generational talent the likes of which this world may never see again, and a man just like these colors right here, baby, who don't run lest he sees the purr behind him or the ice cream truck in front of him, daddy. It's the buttercream dream coming to you today on behalf of all Americans to tell Donald Trump that that loser leaves town match is once again over and you need to zip your fucking lip and live out the rest of your days at Mar-a-Lago eating overcooked steak and whacking all to old Ronald Reagan debates, skew! I mean, my God, Donnie, you've been beating more in Arizona than the Atlanta Braves when Randy Johnson was pitching, skew! But for real, the buttercream dream thinks it's time we put to bed this whole, oh, y'all are whiny libtards who can't accept a president that half of you fucks were spewing in 2016. That's y'all now, congrats, skew! So like it or not, and trust me, it's not like he was our first pick either, skew! But Joe Biden is your president, And if you don't like it, you can strap on your white new balances, daddy, and walk your ass all the way to Russia. Skew! Over there they run shit just how you like it. So have fun getting thrown out of a window for disrespecting the dear leader and having a Siberian husky eat your dumb frozen ass. You lost. Get over it, snowflake. Skew!
1: (laughs) Ah, you're muted. We're we're one for one on that. uh, Now we're even.
2: The most, the absolute right on the nose thing he says there, is, uh, you know, when when they were calling all of us out for you know, crying about losing the election. Well, that's them now. Guess what? You lost. Move on. Twice, Arizona, Arizona. Even with even if you don't want to believe the phony baloney cyber ninja thing. They actually found more votes. I mean, this yes. is getting this is getting ridiculous now. You know how many how many times is Biden gonna win that state? Good. It's like Groundhog Day, for God's sake. Every day. this, oh. is,
1: this is gonna go right up until the twenty twenty-four election. Yeah. It, sadly, this is what this is what Trump is all about. This is what Trump supporters are all about. And unfortunately, the Republicans, you know, they're just dancing in, lock, in lockstep. I don't know what hold. we have said it before. What hold, you know, what Trump has on guys like McConnell and a few others Aren't that just won't won't come out and just totally denounce this clown. Excuse me for a moment.
2: Which, by the way, the likes of Mitch McConnell already has. Miss Lindsey Graham has. Kevin McCarthy has. Especially immediately after January 6th. And then they've all retreated back. Why? Because he's waving something in front of them. Lindsey, we know what your preferences are. Nobody's going to be surprised if that's what it is. Okay? Even if you have had uh, personal relations with uh, with, with the farm animals, it's okay. Maybe you took that animal husbandry class a little too seriously, and now you've made one a husband. You know what? A little weird, but not the worst thing we've ever heard.
0: Wilbur.
2: buy me a pony, please. <laughs> I'll do the Mr. Red impressions around here, sir.
1: Well, yes, you have been. You've been doing a pretty good pretty good job, I think, well, so
2: let's, let, 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 me, let me read something here. This is from President Harry S. Truman back from the uh, October 10th, 1952. I was a mere lad of 48 then. Uh, socialism is a scare word they have hurled at every advance the people have made in the last 20 years. Socialism is what they call the public power. Socialism is what they called Social Security Socialism is what they called Farm Price Supports Socialism is what they called Bank Deposit Insurance Socialism is what they called The growth of free and independent Labor organizations socialism, excuse me, socialism is their name For almost anything that helps All the people Thank you, Harry
1: Oh, that's good
2: Everything is there you go. Let's talk about you know. Oh, well, I don't want the government involved in my. Okay, fine. Let's take away all the uh, red lights. Let's take away all the public schools. Let's take away everything that you use on a daily basis. Oh, I don't need sidewalks. Okay, then the governments will stop repairing. You know what? Watch the infrastructure start to fall apart here, which it already has. I mean, I was just going to say the
1: infrastructure fall, is falling apart, anyways. Most but of the, people- most of the-
2: most of the bridges in this country are w- way past. Yeah, their expiration, well, date.
1: Then you look at the. Then you look at cities, you know, you know, like New York. I mean, uh, I every time I every time I see a picture or see a video there, the last you know, big the big flooding and where the water was just gushing into the into the subway system and and. and and I've been, I've been there a couple times. I've been on the New York subways on a couple different o- occasions. My God, I, I mean, you just wonder when this, when this whole, the whole infrastructure of in New York City is just going to fall into one pile of rust.
2: All right, let, let's make a couple of notes here. First off, the rain we got with with Hurricane Ida, that yeah. was. Look, as as somebody who's been through real hurricanes, tropical storms, and all that, remember, this had no circulation or anything. It just basically passed over. It was a shit ton of rain. Mm-hmm. No place is, is equipped to handle three to four inches of water in an hour. No place. By the way, that would equate to about three to four feet of snow
4: in oh, an of hour. Course.
2: So, mm-hmm. uh, second off, the... Uh, <laughs> if you looked at the underground under Manhattan, fortunately because of the the, the rock that this island is made out of, not this—I'm not on it. That's why we're able to have skyscrapers all over, up and down, and we can go down hundreds of feet for subways and water tunnels and uh, and power lines and you name it. You know, there's there's stuff down there people have forgotten about. Uh, There's no, there's no, there's a pneumatic tube system under there. Uh, So you've got, and it's solid rock there. Yes. Are there, we have the, uh, there's trying to finish a new water tunnel. Okay. Water tunnel number two. I think they're closed. It's been going on as long as I can remember. Uh, and the but the first one has not been shut off since it opened 150 something years ago. So there's been very little maintenance done and all that because if you shut it off, there's no water to New York. We get mm. our water. We have we have the pressure we have because it comes from the mountains, uh, just just north of here. And of course, as you know from your high school science classes, water seeks its own level. Right. which which is how we can get water up to the top of the tallest skyscrapers and the pressure we have here boy you turn on the water here you know you got water coming out uh mm-hmm. it's one of the few things i never quite adjusted to living in south florida was not having that water pressure mm-hmm. um, but so i mean our water is pounding through pounding through uh and it's big jobs, and remember, you got to do this all around uh, fifteen million people on the island on any given work day. Mm-hmm. Ask the folks in Boston when they did the big dig, and and got rid of all their elevated roadways. I was there; I was in Boston just after they finished all that, and you'd have hardly ever known that there were big highways up there. They put everything underground. Mm-hmm. But those those videos you saw of the water shooting out in the subways. I, I admit that was horrifying, but that's not typical. I mean, we get rain and snow here all the time. And while I'm not a cheerleader for the MTA, eh, you know, look, you get that much water coming down, you're going to, I have water here in the, uh, in the, uh, studio.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And we have the best of everything here.
1: I, I'm just thinking though, is this that with and just what you mentioned here is the fact that you know you're you're navigating around 15 million people on a, on an island. uh uh-huh. I I just don't see where you have the ability to do the infrastructure, the pipe repair, the gas. I mean, your stove is gas, right?
2: Uh yes.
1: I mean, when's the last time somebody's been by and repaired uh, gas lines?
2: On in a regular, regular basis, on a regular really? basis, yeah. I just, Have you, John, I promise you, the streets of Manhattan are torn up on a daily basis. You cannot drive more than a couple blocks without running into a crew digging something. Well,
1: I, I, I hope you're. I hope you're right. I mean, I because it's been, like, hate-
2: it's been like that since I was a kid. Here, I, 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 I'll, I'll give you. A, there was a spot in front of our old building. Okay, I could look out my bedroom window and straight down and they would dig it up every spring for, I forget who it was, the phone company, Con Ed, the electric company, somebody would dig it up. DOT would come out, patch it up, make it all smooth. And somebody else would come out and dig up the same spot. DOT would come out and this would go on like all summer. You'd have it dug up two or three different times. Um, But infrastructure in general, getting back to what we were talking about, uh, there are plenty of places in this country. A lot of the bridges. Heck, you had that big thing with I-35 some years ago. Yes. Uh, And, uh, you know, things rust. Things things go bad. And when we're talking about infrastructure uh, from the federal government, uh, a lot of that is not just simply bridges and all that infrastructure meaning internet access etc cetera, etc cetera. because now that you're redoing things you want to look forward to the future let's combine things where we're able to you know we need to get rid of all the copper and lead pipe that is underground
4: exactly it ta-
2: it takes time it takes some doing you can't just do it it
1: takes money and nobody wants to nobody wants to pony up the 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 money for infrastructure i mean look this should be a this should be a no-brainer. This 3.5 trillion dollar package that uh, Biden is trying to push through. Yes. There yes, there is some social spending in that as well. I don't I don't necessarily think it's all bad to, because there are some there are some people that this country has takes care. This is at least been known to take care. Of the people that need to be taken care of, need to be taken care of the elderly, needs to be taken care of the the sick, the need to take care of uh, with childcare, so people can actually go out and and get a job. Look at how much of a disaster this was during the COVID, when kids couldn't go to when kids couldn't go to school, everybody was homeschooling. Well, your little five year old can't be homeschooled at, at kindergarten without mommy having to stay home from work.
2: That is correct. So,
1: so we have discovered just how important childcare and affordable child care mm-hmm. can be to keep this economy in whole in in, in general.
2: Well, Texas um, has found a way.
1: Oh, to tell.
2: Oh, wait a minute. No, no. They they want people to have more kids. I'm sorry.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Uh forgot about that.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's there's a doctor supposedly who is admitted to uh, to doing an abort. Come around and said, whatever. He's admitted he's being, of course, he's being sued now. You know, you they they've you wanted to have that first test case laid out. And so, basically, yeah, that, that's
2: that's kind of just go nowhere.
1: I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. They're going to discover just how stupid this whole law, this whole idea is, and right, right. Hopefully, somebody uh, is coming. Is going to come to their senses there in Texas.
2: Because what Abbott did was take take the responsibility of it away from the state and put it on the gullible nitwits that you vote. got for dog
1: it. the bunny. You got dog the bunny. H- h- oh God! I, <laughs> s-
2: I saw that piece of video. Now he's in Florida for the laundry guy. And I keep wanting to make starch jokes, but I won't. And he, he showed up at, at the parents' house and I, I could not, uh, John, I got to take this. If you'll excuse me.
1: Okay. Oh, you got to call. You got to take. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Give me one okay. second. I'll, I'll be done. back with you again.
1: Okay. Well, uh, anyways, no, um, it looks like Texas, though, is, is, is coming to its, uh, coming to its senses, Census. sense senses, excuse me, duh, hell, what do I do this? I, good thing I don't do this for a living. But anyways, I understand that, um, I understand that Beto is going to take another run for the, uh, governor of Texas. And I think he's got a better chance than you might think. I think that, uh. Texas uh, conservatives in Texas are a little worried uh are you everything okay
2: everything's everything's fine.
1: fine okay good 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 so you know what I was saying here is was that um uh Beto I understand Beto O'Rourke is uh I think is going to make another run for
4: governor, governor. governor
1: so and I wish him the best I think that Texas is one of those projects. You know, you have you have sections of Texas that are going to always be what they are. Mm-hmm. But you got larger metropolitan areas in Texas. You have Houston, which is one of the biggest cities in America now. Dallas, Austin. Te- Austin has always been a the bastion of common sense in Texas.
2: We're the weird turn we- pro <laughs> That's what they say about Key West, but I believe it applies to Austin as well.
1: So, um, I, I think that te- that Texas, Texas is going to surprise people. Let's face it, Texas was uh, they have they elected Ann Richards, but hadn't been all that long ago.
2: No, no, no. I, I think I think what's going to finally happen here is that after the past couple of half, the past year. This calendar year alone, between the Ted Cruz shenanigans and I can't believe they keep him, and uh, and Abbott now just being flat out dopey. I mean, putting a bounty on people, making it having the regular citizens have to go out and spend money to sue somebody. You can sue anybody involved. No, 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 no. That is again that that'll lose big time in court. You're right, the test case. You know, there's always somebody that's going to stand up for the test and do that. So, yeah, but our infrastructure, you you talked about how some of the social items that are tied to it. I'm personally against that. A bill should be a bill about a bill. Are we doing infrastructure? Yes. Let's do the social stuff on another thing. I don't need the pork, as they call it. Okay, yes, I'll agree to sign it if if you add this in there. No, 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 no. We're doing highways now. This is strictly about highways. We don't need to include milk pr- production in there or, or testing on, on, uh, on lipstick animals. Or, or, you know, We've got to stop that. The way our, our government works, you talk about a reform. You talk about a reform that's needed. Good gravy. Uh, we waste so much time, money, and effort. Fighting about the little things. We're in a massive, massive bad place right now. And uh, anyway, talk isn't to you girl, ALC. Isn't it's? Oh, by the way, I announced uh, I'm running for everything, everywhere.
1: I, I saw that on Twitter. You
2: know, somebody put a thing. Uh, what was it? Why, why don't you
1: run? you run for something? Why would? Why don't you run for something?
2: Oh yeah. Why would you run? And uh, I said, sure. I'll run everywhere. Vote Ed. Tw- hashtag Ed 2022.
4: Mm-hmm. Now,
2: wherever you are, write me in. Here's the deal. I want a seat in the House. I don't want no Senate seat. That's six years, man. I ain't got six years to be monkeying around. Two years. See ya. I get my pension. I get my bennies. I promise I won't do anything. Period. I won't do anything. I'll be like MTG, but much quieter.
1: Oh that. she's
2: not on she's not on a committee, she's on nothing. I'll show up, I'll vote, and I'll say pass. I won't vote. Hey, you've, got,
1: you've got a couple of pieces here from uh uh a couple of the other uh, or one of the other
2: umbos. Um, the, the house twit.
1: Yeah. Uh, why don't why don't we get got, what's this? Bobert Glock.
2: Oh, oh, we we were just talking about. It. Go ahead, play it.
1: Okay, I got to reach over here to do it. Get over. I
2: here. can, I can do it. Got-
3: Line number two. Rape victims need abortions. Wrong. They need
1: love. They need support. They need safety and healing. They needed a Glock 19 when it happened.
2: It- Jeez. So so according to her, according to her, a 13-year-old who was possibly raped by a family member or close friend should be packing a Glock 19. Mm -hmm. That this is according to this nitwit. You folks in Colorado did this. Get her out of there. Her and her blonde bimbo pal. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? You're saying you're saying every woman should carry a Glock? Got news for you, bimbo. Young girls get molested too sadly. So you're advocating 11, 12, 13-year-olds being armed to the teeth? This is what you're advocating? This is what this is how you want little girls to grow up? Granted, it's not a perfect world. I get all that. But if I get the drop on her from behind, what's she going to do with that clock? Nothing. That's, why cab drivers, nothing. that's why cab drivers carrying a gun is a nitwit move it because so
1: stupid.
2: You you will never have the advantage. By the time you do, you're out of danger. Very quickly for those not understanding that. A cab driver is sitting in a seat. Somebody behind him pulls a knife, a gun, or whatever. I don't care where you have that gun. You can have it in your hand, cocked and ready to go. How are you going to aim and fire at the at the guy holding the knife to you? You'll be dead before you pull the trigger. Sure, you may get him with a lucky shot, but you'll there be dead. Is. And if he gets out of the car and runs, guess what? You can't shoot him. Nope. You're in no danger. You can't shoot him, a person in the back. Uh-uh, nope. no way.
1: And so, there's where the temptation would lie to do so.
2: And I've told the story before. My buddy Harry, who found himself in just that situation, guy guy jumped out of the car. He didn't try to rob him, but he ran on the fair. Uh-huh. And Harry was licensed, carried. You know, he had a concealed carry permit. And as he told me the story, he says, "Ed, I was standing there. I had him lined up in my sights. I could have picked him right off, but he was running away from me." You can't yeah. defend that. It's, it's good, he didn't. Oh, he had no in, you know, he was hot there for a second, but he had the common sense not to do it. So that's why having a gun as a cab driver or as a little girl or almost anybody, because if I get the drop on you from behind, you ain't doing nothing with that gun. Again, you may get lucky swinging it and hit me, but you're not doing anything with that. So iPad. Uh, uh, what what's the phrase we use?
1: Tapping out.
2: Tapping out. That's the one.
1: There. That's the one. We got we got one more from your girlfriend Bobert. This is more okay. of a visual than it is. Uh, I was
2: going to say yeah. Before you play that, uh, keep in mind if you're listening, now that you can listen, um, yeah. it's mostly visual, and John will explain it all later. Lauren
4: Boebert got caught stealing again.
3: Congresswoman Lauren Boebert used her campaign funds to pay rent and the utility bill in a restaurant and rifle. That's not allowed. We have learned to develop conservative and Christian values.
2: The video is now showing all the times Hobert and her husband were arrested. 2016, careless driving failed to appear. 2012, garnishment failed to appear. 2003, careless driving. Uh, 2010, foreclosure judgment. 2011, multiple seatbelt violations, including not using a child restraint. The rap sheet is incredibly long. And her and her husband have been found guilty on all of it. Her husband has been found guilty on sexual assault charges. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Christian values, baby. Christian, Christian values. values.
1: <sighs> gives the gives the Christians a, a kind of a bad name, in my opinion.
2: The Christians give himself a bad name.
1: Well, you know this is. <sighs> Yeah, I, I agree. I agree to some extent with you on that one. But, yeah, some of them actually attempt to be good people.
2: Look, in every group of people, you will find those that go against the norm. Yes, you will, you will find, occasionally find, good Christians. But for uh-huh. the most part, they're a bunch of hypocritical assholes who are out whooping it up Saturday night and then show up Sunday morning, praise him, and uh, they, they shoot their mouth off. Find out what they're screaming about the loudest. Uh, Trump, he's no Christian, but he's the best example of it. He projects onto you know what he's doing. Every Christian does the same thing. Listen to what they're yelling about, whether it's drugs, alcohol, uh, sexual perversion, whatever it is they're screaming about, that's what they're doing. That is exactly what they're doing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: No question about it. It, it, it comes to pass hundred percent of the time how many how many politicians have we seen standing up there oh oh Jesus this God that my Christian values that only to have a rap sheet longer than most quote-unquote real criminals exactly Bobert is Bobert is exactly that she is out there espousing Christian values meanwhile and while there's nothing wrong in and of itself of being a stripper don't sit there and play play like you're Miss Innocent and they got a long history, a long rap sheet. And uh, Christian values are a bunch of malarkey. You're the good person or you're not. It doesn't have to be Christian, Catholic, Jewish, Muslim, or whatever. You're either a good person or you're not.
4: Yeah, that's okay? true.
2: Right or wrong. We all learn right or wrong. We all make mistakes. We all do things we probably shouldn't do. But we do them anyway because that's how we learn. Mm-hmm. You do it once or twice, you learn your lesson, fantastic. You're a good person. If it takes you 47 attempts to learn, eh, maybe not so good. Okay? You can you can yell on, on the mountaintop, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a good Christian. Uh, just remember, every war that's ever been fought has been fought over organized religion. Oh,
1: over, Yeah, exactly.
2: Organized religion, organized crime, very little difference. Very little difference. I defy you to show me the difference
1: between the two. I defy you. No, you're not going to get an argument out of me on that.
2: I want an argument out of you, damn it.
1: Yeah, well, you have to pick another topic. Uh, How about them dolphins?
2: Fuck you. (laughs)
1: Oh,
4: Are you okay?
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> it was it was exactly the response
2: I was expecting, so don't feel bad.
1: <laughs> it's okay, it really
4: is. It's okay.
2: goodness you done
4: <laughs>
2: maybe I'm a good Christian I don't talk like that
4: okay.
1: <laughs> yeah well you just made Gil Christ even roll over <laughs> that was
2: <laughs> Gil, Gil Christ is, is vomiting things from six years ago he's <laughs> My my deepest apologies to all those listening I uh I, I am a staunch. You know, I don't like that kind of language on the Rudidio station, not for any uh religious values or anything like that. I just don't think it's good radio. And there I am. You hit you hit you hit my button.
1: Oh. And like it's I said, it was a response, it was the response I was expecting when I what I said. It.
2: You've turned so so deep a color of red.
4: Oh my you, so.
2: you could be a Republican right now.
4: Oh,
1: a cherry red. For for those who are just listening, it is. It's you're right. It's cherry red.
2: John has and, just oh, now validated. John has just now validated. Cam, near five years of putting up with my nonsense. That was the moment that was worth it for you, wasn't it, John?
4: Oh, you! <laughs> all of this,
2: it all led up to this. Oh, burn. that'll do it for us, folks. We we'll be shutting things down now. We there's no place to go, but down from here. There's, uh, John has had his moment.
1: Oh, but down could be fun. So you never know. What what low what low can we reach next week?
2: I think. Are you okay? Will you be able to continue now?
1: Oh uh, well. For I only have to be be at this for another four minutes. So I
2: think I, I am so sorry dear listeners, <laughs> that I should. This is what he brings out in me. He can't play nice.
4: Oh, oh he's, been,
2: no, he's been setting me up for that.
1: You're absolutely right. I don't play
2: nice. He's been setting me up for that since yesterday when he sent me his picks. He knew how I would react. Look.
1: Look, listen here. Let me let me let me clarify something again. Just like with the Vikings game, I hope I'm wrong. I don't hold any personal grudge against the Dolphins. I don't know them. I don't know the team. Don't have that much of an attachment to the team one way or another. But I look at I looked at the game. Looked at the fact that they're their boy wonder quarterback isn't going to be playing. And it's a home game for the Raiders. I just i had to make the pick. I'm sorry. I, I, I You're really not, not
2: sorry. You are not sorry.
1: Well, You're yeah, not. okay. Guilty this, as charged.
2: This has nothing to do with the pick now. This is everything to do with you getting me to do something I am vehemently You brought out the inner nitwit in me.
1: (laughs) Oh, goodness. goodness, You brought
2: brought out the guy I rail against every stinking week on this low power 25 watt radio station.
1: But you know something? Think about it. Right now, wherever Mike King is, he is. You think I'm laughing my ass off? He's. He he's he's doing. He's definitely doing a belly roll.
2: There's no definitely. question.
1: Definitely. <laughs> You're
2: gonna be laughing about this for. See now, kids and kittens. When when we're done here, when we uh, say see and all that, we we don't actually shut things off. We 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 stay on and we have to. We do our post game show, if you will. Not I mean we talk and uh he'll still be giggling.
1: Oh giggling, jeez. <laughs> I I swear to god, I, I am I'm still I'm still kind of somewhat getting over a cold and that's the other part of it is I'm la- laughing so hard I'm actually having a hard time breathing at the same time. So. so maybe I'll just roll over and pass out and everything else will be good. Fortunately, it's time to say goodbye for the week, so we're going to say goodbye for the week. For that guy over there,
2: I'm John Shannon,
0: and I got the mic.
2: So long, Mike. We'll miss you.
4: You know you're bound to drop me away. Yes, uh huh. Yes, dear. Yes, I'm listening. Hey,
0: Joey Port, and uh, oh, Vinny and Anthony and Carmine. Yeah, you, you found right. Mike, Mike King, man. Remember me? You found me. I'm at Radio TFI and I'd like to talk to all you assholes again. Give me a call. 754 800 chat. If you don't know how to convert the letters to the numbers, it's 754 800 2428. Give me a call. I'm waiting to hear from you. If you don't want to call me, go fuck yourself.